Matt Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for being here with us. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. National Championship game last night was a surprise. Frankly, I, I didn't care about the outcome between Alabama and Clemson. Got no dog in that fight. But uh, when I woke up this morning and checked the score mm-hmm. <laughs> and saw that Clemson crushed Alabama 44-16. Wow. Uh, that was a surprise. Uh, I would like uh, <clears throat> I would like uh, Dabo Sweeney to run for president now after what he did to Nick Saban uh, in mm. Alabama. But uh, no, that was we know uh, his politics? quite a thumping. Ah, uh, sure. Does it matter anymore in America? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it still go? does to me. But oh, okay. I, I, I'm sure he's very conservative. He's definitely um, uh, an um, evangelical uh, Christian who has absolutely no qualms whatsoever of talking about God and Jesus. And so um, uh, I think, uh, I think, I think nice. he'd be a good guy uh, to have in the Oval Office at some point yeah. in America's history. But anyway, yeah, that was a thumping last night on all sides of the ball. I mean, Clemson beat Notre Dame 30-3, to and then they beat Alabama even worse, 44-16. So they won the semifinal by 27 points, and they win, they win the final by uh, 28. That's amazing. Yeah. That's just absolutely amazing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Ocasio Cortez um is back in the news. I mean, she's always in the news. She's always I mean, she loves being talked about. She loves being in front of a camera. She loves the attention. Uh you know she's running for president as soon as she possibly can. I mean, in seven years, she's gonna be Running, I mean, she might even be 29 now. Maybe it's only six years. But she, she'll she be running for president as soon as possible. But uh, she said, my policies most closely resemble what we see in the UK, in Norway, in Finland, in Sweden. Uh, well. <laughs> that's good, right? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> she said in an interview on 60 Minutes, um, that uh, she's not trying to turn the country into a, a place like Cuba or Venezuela, but more like Sweden. Well, you know what, Putin? Uh, Sweden already has been created. It's already there. So if that's what you want, move there. Stop trying to turn this great country into into some European crap hole. That's unbelievable. Why don't you check out what Swe- what life in Sweden is all about? Where the average home size is 978 square feet compared to 2,500 in the United States of America. All citizens, almost all citizens in Sweden pay the top tax rate of 57%. Almost all of them, 57%. Uh, Is that what you want for America's middle class? Okay, you turn it into Sweden. Go ahead, see what happens. (laughs) <laughs> it, it'll be a crap hole, just like Sweden. Uh, I, I I don't get this fascination with the European model here. And first of all, these are still capitalist countries with a lot of socialist tendencies. They're not actually, you know, they're not actually Venezuela. Um, but they keep pointing to socialism in Sweden and Finland uh, like it's so desirable go live there then bernie sanders and ocasio cortez go live there try it out 
See how great it is. You'll be back here in three months. Except we should re- revoke your visa and make you stay. <laughs> uh, it's agonizing. The, how, the stupidity of these socialists in the Democrat Party. And I don't know why they tolerate it. But, the, I mean, they've taken over the Democrat Party. Also, she kind of believes, apparently, that facts are not important. Um, she had something pretty interesting to say about the four Pinocchio rating she got when she was fact-checked and her tendency to misstate facts. <laughs> she doesn't know any facts uh, is the problem. She's uh, butt stupid is the problem. <laughs> so, yeah, she's making mistakes all the time. Um, and she kind of got called on it uh, with Anderson Cooper. One of the criticisms of you is that your math is fuzzy. The Washington Post recently awarded you four Pinocchios oh my goodness. for uh, misstating some statistics oh about Pentagon spending. If people want to really blow up one figure here or one word there, I would argue that they're missing the forest for the trees. I think that there's a lot of people more concerned about being precisely, factually, and semantically correct than about being morally right. But being factually Shut correct up. is important. It's absolutely important. And That's not what you whenever said, I make a mistake, I mm-hmm. say, okay, this was clumsy. No, and then I restate what my point was. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's not the same thing as the president lying about immigrants. It's not the same oh, thing at all. What what is the president lying about immigrants on? What is what is her point on that? What what has he lied about? Are there no immigrants coming across the border? Do we not need a wall? Uh, we don't have any problem on the southern border. Is that the lie? She doesn't even she has no idea what she's talking about. Absolutely no idea, and doesn't care about facts. Yeah, you're just not seeing the forest for the trees. Yeah, I guess. I guess, I guess so. Um, she also says she's willing to compromise with Trump, but she's worried Dem- Democrats have compromised too much. Hmm. Here's, do we have that? You're willing to compromise. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's just about what we choose to compromise. My personal opinion, and I know that my district and my community feels this way as well, is that we as a party have compromised too much and we've lost too much of who we're supposed to be and who we are uh-huh. and the democratic party has lost i much. think so i think i think we've compromised things that we shouldn't have compromised whether it's judgeships with mitch mcconnell uh whether it's compromising on climate mm-hmm. change i think we've there are some things mm-hmm. that we've compromised a little bit too much on but mm-hmm. a, am i open to compromise on on certain ways to get things done absolutely 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 she is, of course. She's been compromising course. on facts, yeah. as we learned earlier. She's today. definitely willing. We found out she's willing to do that. She's compromised on every fact she's ever stated. It's. I, I mean, I can't. Fi- again, five years ago, I wouldn't have believed this was possible. Somebody this butt stupid uh, being elected to office at 28 years old. I just, I wouldn't have believed it. It's, she... She's embarrassing. She's an embarrassment. And, and uh, Democrats think she's so exciting. She's so, so so young and fresh and bringing new energy. She's bringing buffoonery. 
she's bringing ridiculous nonsense uh, to the to the Congress. That's really, it's really really bad. Uh, thank you, uh, New York. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks I, for for I, her. I would argue she's not bringing it. She's just merely adding to it in in large well, yes. doses. Yes. I mean, this is the same Congress she's, that has Sheila. She's Jackson bringing a bigger Lee dose of it. Hank Johnson. Yes. But boy, she's bringing it heavy. That's for sure. Oh, wow. I mean, she's as ignorant as I think I've ever seen. Oh yeah, definitely. If her, from anybody in office, she she just doesn't know what she's talking about at all. It's not just that. She's got the wrong ideology. She's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> She's yeah. just but stupid. I'll go there with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, you know, she's she wants uh to to make everybody pay their fair share. Again, uh it'd be great if somebody would pin her down to that. What what is the fair share for people? It's not the 46% they're paying right now for the top tax tax bracket. Oh, we're going to 46% federal. Mm-hmm. And then if you live in New York, you pay another 12, so it's 58%. Uh that's more than half of your income. That's not fair. Yeah, okay. we're we're going to learn what uh, uh, your fair share is uh, later in the program uh, from somebody who's running for president uh for the Democrats. That's called a radio tease. Yeah. So we're going to find out what that fair share is once Good. and for all, Pat. Okay. <laughs> I, I do want to know what that fair share is. She, well, she proposed a 70% uh-huh. top federal income tax rate. Mm-mm, more. 70%. That would... Uh, um, now, the, this claims the top tax bracket is 37. That's not accurate. Because the top tax bracket is 39.3 or something in... And then you add another 4% or so from the uh, Obamacare thing, unless they finally eliminated that. Um, But the top 20% in this country, the top 20% of wage earners, pay 88% of the federal income tax burden already. 20% of people pay 88% of the burden. I'm sorry, that's not a fair share? You leave the 12% to the other 80% of people? I mean, really? The top 1% of households pay almost 40% of the income taxes. 40%. of wage earners pay 40% of the load. It's crazy. The top 1% of households pay an average income tax rate of 24%, while the middle quintile pays an average income tax rate of 3%. The uh, top 1% of households pay an average total tax rate of 33.3%, while the middle quintile pays an average total rate of 14%. So, I mean, we, we definitely have the most progressive tax structure in the world among industrialized nations and we shouldn't it's the united states of america there shouldn't be a progressive tax if there should be any income tax at all it should be flat it should be a flat 15 percent. period 10 percent. if it's good enough for the lord it's good enough for the u.s government (laughs) 
In fact, make it less than the Lord gets. Make it 9%. You could have 9% of people's earnings. But you know what? <laughs> 9% of 1 million is still more than 9% of 50,000. I don't know if you're aware of that. So it's still fair. They're still paying more. Well, people like uh, uh people like billionaires are are not paying uh, as much as their as secretaries are are paying. And if you want to continue to believe that lie, <laughs> that's the best one ever you right can. there. That's great. I mean, that was just stupidity. Sheer, unadulterated, ridiculous stupidity. Um, all right. So, who is the who is the oh, uh, candidate know. for for president that I'm not aware of that wants an even higher tax rate? Well, that's going to be uh, clip number five on the sheet, there, gentlemen. Oh, okay. It's uh, Julian Castro. <laughs> Check this out. All right. You laid out a lot of programs. One of the questions you're going to face if you run is how you're going to pay for them. Why don't you show something the newest, uh, youngest member of Congress right now, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, said that's going to air on 60 Minutes tonight about how to pay for things. You look at our tax rates back in the 60s, and when you have a progressive tax rate system, your tax rate, you know, let's say from zero to $75,000 may be 10% or 15%, etc. But once you get to, like, the tippy tops. Uh, on your 10 millionth dollar, uh, sometimes you see tax rates as high as 60 or 70 percent. Can you support a tax increase like that once you hit 10 million dollars, 60, 70 percent? Oh, I, I can support uh, folks at the top paying their fair share. As you know, George, uh, there was a time in this country where the top marginal tax rate was over 90 percent. Even you during idiot. Reagan's era uh, in the 1980s, it was around 50 percent. Uh, so do I support, in order to have something like Medicare for All, that we ask uh, folks that are in the top 0.05% or 0.5% or, or the top mm-hmm. 1% mm-hmm. to pay more? Mm-hmm. And also uh, that we get more serious about making sure that corporations pay their fair, shor- their fair share and that we're smart about understanding how instead of folks having to pay sky-high premiums, uh, to uh, companies that are seeking a profit to deliver health care, that we can have a better system where people can get good health care uh, and have peace of mind, uh, even if that means that we rearrange where those dollars go. Yeah, I support that. Yeah. Oh, good, good. So what is the fair share then? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, t- I'm a little uh, clear. I heard 90% is- alluded to, like, uh, that was acceptable. You know how I many mean, look, people, you know how many people paid the 90% tax rate? You know how many people paid that? Mm, not eight. Me. <laughs> not eight million. Not 800,000. Eight. Well, that's their fair share, man. They live in this country. Eight people paid the top tax rate. Why? Because it was a, it was a ridiculous tax rate. That only started at, at, I don't know, $10 million or something at a time when very few people, eight people made $10 million. Uh, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't work. And what a progressive tax system does is it disincentivizes your um, desire to, uh, to earn money. Exactly. Because they the take more you all make, of it, the more you give up. At the upper end. Why, why would you make a billion dollars if they're taking 90% of it? If they're taking 90% from 10 million to a billion, I'm not going to try to make a billion dollars. Why would you? It's the government um, uh, controlling behavior. The other thing is, 
there's so many tax loopholes in the in a tax rate like that because uh, they have to 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 please their constituents to be elected to continue to getting donors. They can't they can't just say okay, there's a ninety percent tax rate on your income, and then there's no way out of it. Are you kidding me? You'd be voted out of office immediately. I, I, where are these socialist, communist morons coming from? Oh, the Democratic Out of the Party. woodwork. Mm-hmm. That's where they're coming from. Julian Castro, Ocasio-Cortez, Bernie Sanders, on and on and on. Well, but at least Julian Castro is um, qualified to be president of the United States. Yeah, he's... he's um, he lays out why he thinks he's qualified to be commander-in-chief. Here's what he said. What said. in your background qualifies you to be commander-in-chief? Well, I... I Good question. As I said earlier, I think that mm-hmm. uh, being yeah. mayor of a large city and serving in the president's cabinet certainly qualifies one to be commander-in-chief. <laughs> no. Uh, and I'm going to go out there and make the case. Okay, you do that. Huh. You do that. Good luck on that. Wow. Jeez. I mean, he was a mayor of a large city. He was a mayor of a large city. And, and then he was, what, President's HUD, HUD director? I think so. I think he was, yeah, I think he was the head of HUD or something. Ooh, well, now, you're, now you're qualified to be commander-in-chief. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it worked for Kiefer <laughs> Sutherland and, uh, and designated survivor. Was he HUD secretary? Is yeah. that what he was? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> But uh, Yeah, but, I mean, uh-huh. at least, uh-huh. at least... Uh, he had the experience of the CIA, you know, uh, and all the terrorist <laughs> strikes that he prevented. No, no, no. no that's a, Kiefer had, you no. know, a long record of saving this country no, over and over and over when no. he became, long before he became HUD secretary. I think you're, you're misplacing your memories. <laughs> Am I there? mixing the <laughs> metaphors on oh, his shows? Although there are times in Designated <clears throat> Survivor where I wish Jack Bauer were actually president. Uh, yeah, is he pretty liberal on the show? Uh, they try to have him go down the middle because he's an independent. Oh, okay. But when push comes to shove, yes. It, uh, is it worth it? I, I've i tried to watch it a few times, and it's not bad. The first season was great. The second season, not so good, but they have started to rescue it toward the end of season two. Oh, um, good. So we'll see how season three pans But he's out. better than Julian Castro. I'll take Kiefer Sutherland yeah. over Julian Castro. I will take the Kiefer Sutherland over Julian Castro. Jeez, <sighs> even though he's probably almost as liberal. But, I mean, Julian Castro and Ocasio-Cortez and Bernie Sanders, how— I, I don't understand how this happened to the Democrat Party. I, I really don't. I, they better get a grip on it. Well, it's because that they invited votes wherever they could get it. Yeah, They've they did. always been a place yeah, for a conglomerate of crazy ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, that big tent mentality gets you here. And uh, it's happening to the Republican Party just at a slower pace. Although it's sped up quite a bit the last few years. <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> uh, you know... Speaking of taxation, it's it's bad enough that your IRS problems um, maybe ruined your year last year in 2018. Don't drag that nightmare into the new year. If you've got some tax problems with the IRS, you know, this is the most powerful collection agency in the world. We were, we were talking yesterday about how many weapons they have and how much ammunition. I don't know, something like 4,500 weapons and automatic weapons and 5 million rounds of ammo. I don't know what they're doing with all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're coming for you. But they're coming for you. <laughs> so you know better than to deal with the IRS alone. You need expert help. And they're not all the same. 
Go with Optima Tax Relief. It's America's number one tax resolution firm. Optima knows that behind every tax problem are just honest, hardworking Americans with families, paychecks, and bank accounts to protect. When you engage Optima to fight for you and protect what's yours, you're getting a proven award-winning team. A team who can help stop the aggressive tax collection actions and help put your IRS problem behind you. That's how Optima has saved nearly a billion dollars for their clients. So give them a call and get a free consultation while you still have some options. Before your your paycheck is garnished and you're really in a world of hurt. Call 800-699-6140. 800-699-6140. It's Optima Tax Relief. Pat Gray Unleashed. Oh, Democrats also want to raise the corporate rate again. They just got it lowered. And they didn't even lower it to where they should have which was 15%, uh, but they got it down to 21. Now the Democrats are proposing pushing it back up to 28%. Mm-hmm. We just got to a place where we can be competitive in the world again. And now they want to do another 33% corporate income tax rate hike. Yeah, because if they get that passed and the economy <sighs> suffers, in two years people aren't going to blame Congress, they're going to blame Trump. They're going to say, oh, look, the economy mm-hmm. not doing so well. Well, yeah, it's because the House passed its stupid tax bill. Uh, let's hope the Senate, uh, boy, they better they better find some strength, the Senate. I don't know if they will. <laughs> I don't have any confidence they will. Nope. I hope they will. I'd love for them to. <laughs> what in their past makes you think they Yeah, know, nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Right. So this would make uh, the U.S. tax rate higher than major competitors like uh, the U.K. Theirs is only 19%. It'd be higher than China. Communist China. <laughs> Communist capitalist hybrid. 25%. Canada's at 26.8. Germany's at uh, 29.8. And oh, so that'd be a little, we'd be a little lower than them. Mm, okay. And Ireland's at 12.5%. 12.5%. Uh, so Grover Norquist says hiking the tax rate on American businesses will kill jobs, lower wages, and reduce new investment in America. That's And, of course, that's true, despite the fact that it comes out of the mouth of Grover Norquist. <laughs> We've been down that road. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so it'll make, it'll make the U.S. less globally competitive. I, I don't know why they want to keep doing this. Just last week, it was announced the U.S. economy added 312,000 jobs. And that's why they're doing it. They're, they're going to shut down the economy and then blame Trump after these dumb moves. Over the past 12 months, wages have grown 3.2% and 2.6 million jobs have been created in a year. Wow, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. U.S. has been named the most competitive economy in the world again. We're back to the top, where we had fallen to, I don't know, fourth or fifth or something. Manufacturers just had their most successful year since 97. Small business is uh, at record highs when they're optimism. So raising the corporate rate would just, it would stall all of that. I don't know, I just don't, uh, it's agonizing. It's agonizing to talk politics, isn't it? It's just frustrating. 
It just makes me feel like crap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, well, I just feel like crap right now. Well, you know, um, I, I, I think I saw, I saw the, the trajectory of, of, of this day or, uh, before the show started, as, uh, mm-hmm. as we pointed out on Twitter. You know, it's like, Pat, uh, you know, I asked you, mm-hmm. I said, well, what do you, what do you want to talk about today? And I said, stuff. Stuff. You can talk about stuff. That was, a, that was the full quote, uh, mm-hmm. full stop. Mm-hmm. Stuff. You're like, oh, well, I'll figure it out. Music starts playing. Down, 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 down. Pat cracks the mic. Mm-hmm. Talking and politics. Started talking and, stuff. And what happened? You feel like crap. I feel like crap. So. Yep. That's exactly what happened. But there's happened. a lot of fun stuff in that stack over there that uh, it'll bring you up later. No, don't do that one. This, this one's not one so, of them. Yeah, don't. Put it down. <laughs> put the story down. The story that's in your hands, put it down. <laughs> Thank you. It's got, a, it's got a fun picture of Ronald Reagan on care. it, though. It's How politics. bad could the story yeah, be? It's politics. Pat? Now, this one. Um, this one is... Put it down. It, no, this has, this has some promise to it, because at least two-thirds of the American people understand illegal immigration is a serious problem. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. A recent poll revealed that 62% of Americans believe illegal immigration is a serious problem. 40%... Of the uh, 1,500 adults polled, so it's a pretty big survey, mm-hmm. they said uh, illegal immigration is a very serious problem. 22% said it's somewhat serious. And then there's always the 6%. Then, of course, you know, 24% <laughs> said it's a minor issue. Okay. 6%, I don't know. What's a poll? I don't know. <laughs> uh... <laughs> but uh, Ask so... me about something that's important like ATM fees. <laughs> <laughs> not, the, not border security. Uh, but similar to Congress, Americans are split when it comes to building the bo- the border wall. I, I don't get this. 43% want it built, 45% don't. So it's 2% underwater. But So it's just split almost evenly. And that's, of course, what's led to the partial shutdown, which is in day 18 now. And President Trump will address all this tonight. He's going to go to the border some people think uh, Hannity predicted yesterday that he's going to declare an emergency and just build the wall. So we'll see. Okay. I don't know if he's ready to do that, really. I don't know that I, I'm I don't ready know. for him to do that. I'm pretty close to being there. Yeah. I, oh, well, pretty is, close. No, this is... Just build the wall. Well, yeah. Doesn't uh, a double right. fence is fine with me. It, it doesn't have to be this concrete wall. It could be the, it could be the double fence. Um, because that is, has been proven to be really effective in the San Diego area where it was built and it reduced the crossings, the illegal crossings by about 95% and, and violent crime in the area went down something like 90%. Uh, It was wildly effective. Now they don't want you to know that they don't want you to believe that, but it's, it's true. So I don't mind the fencing. I mind the wave of the no, hand. I know. Yeah, I know. By one I know. man. But when he can't get anywhere with the Democrat, I'm almost okay with this. In a, in a national security situation like this, we've got to get a handle on this. And they just won't. Democrats won't allow it. Weak-kneed Republicans won't allow it. So how is anything ever going to be done for border security? I mean, something has to be done on the border. You can't just allow them to hop across the border anytime they want, which is what they do now. And what just happened there, Pat? 
Here, here's here's what just took place. You read that political story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not really political. The border? Okay. Yeah. I don't know if the. I mean, so yeah, you, I guess you don't feel like crap then. No. Okay. Good. I feel like that's a that's an issue we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Um, it would be nice if if Congress could do their job, like you pointed out. Yes. And would take um, the security of this mm-hmm. nation as serious as they should. In fact, I thought there was an oath that they took just less than a week ago. Yeah, yeah they don't no, care about that. No, okay. They don't care about that. Uh, let me tell you about HomeTitleLock.com. Home title fraud is exploding. That's some wonderful news, too, isn't it? Uh, my home's title and yours, too. They're all up online, and they're vulnerable. And any thief can download your home's title, forge your name off, and transfer it. And they've shown us how easy it is. It just takes a few minutes. It's like less than half an hour. So then they take out a massive loan against your home's equity and stick you with the payments. And you don't know that until the bank notices start pouring in and the threats begin. So if you own a home, this is a must to get some peace of mind. If you own any rentals or you have elderly parents, get them covered. Get home title lock. Your home's title could already be compromised. You can find out by signing up right now at HomeTitleLock.com for your free title scan and report. That's a $100 value. They'll throw that in just when you sign up. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and get that peace of mind right now. HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Clemson really... I think shocked the world by destroying. I mean, it wouldn't have surprised me a lot, maybe a little bit, if they, you know, just won by less than a touchdown. Yeah. But 44 to 16. Yeah, at the end of the game, they could have gone up. uh, They could have crossed the 50 barrier if they didn't show mercy there at the end. And seriously, that would serve Alabama right. They should have. (laughs) They should (laughs) have. Come on. Give, you know, Nick Saban just a little bit of uh, humble pie serving. Well, he got that, but he could have gotten even more. Yeah, he wasn't happy <laughs> oh, man. last night. Of course he's not. Mm-mm. But five national cha- I mean, the guys, you know, his legacy is pretty well set already. But At, uh, at some point, you've made enough national championship <laughs> yes. trophies. Let's spread some of those around, shall we? <laughs> Maybe send one to Provo, Utah. <laughs> Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. been a while. Mm-hmm. Like 34 years mm-hmm. for the Cougars. It's been less than that for the for the Huskers. Uh, 20 seasons? 20 22 seasons. 22 seasons now? Yeah. Since ours? Sucks. Yeah. Sucks when that happens. Uh, 888-900-3393. And, of course, all the, uh, all the press believes it'll never happen again in Provo. Of course, they believed it would never happen in the first place uh-huh. back in the 80s, and it did. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> over the weekend, there was also the unbelievable game that we featured on More on Trivia between uh, Philadelphia and Chicago. Mm-hmm. Bears kicked a field goal in the last second that bounced off the upright, then the crossbar, <laughs> then landed in the end zone. Didn't go through the uprights. Uh, and so, Philadelphia hung on to win as More on Trivia predicted. And they won 16-15. Moron Trivia willed that to happen. Like, that's how it happened. The voodoo. The <laughs> People voodoo. are starting to think Moron Trivia is causing this yes. outcome. <laughs> Which is kind of fun. Uh, but there was a Spanish radio broadcast in Philadelphia we wanted to share with you because it's uh, it's fun. Oh, yeah. 
uh, as a lot of times they are. When you listen to soccer and you, you hear the over and over and over, um, this is kind of like that. Uh, it was a local Philadelphia Spanish station, uh, and the and the play by play was amazing. Está en el pie de Cody Parkey, forty three yardas. El snap, le mete el pie, distancia, dirección, le dio el poste. I was just going to say the same thing. Don't get the papa thing. What know. is the papa I don't know, thing? But in Spanish, papa is Pope. It's come Pope? On. Come on. Unless I think he's just he's calling somebody. Or potato? <clears throat> Depending on how you want to pronounce it. If we have any Spanish speakers, it can maybe <laughs> shed some light on what the papa so thing good, means. Uh, uh, that, that is awesome. And you could actually learn some English that's there. Fine. You, know? you could hear New Orleans in there. <laughs> yeah. and you know we're going to New Orleans. Uh-huh. Yeah. Papa, yeah, I thought it would Papa was dad, but why? why how does that dad? fit into that? Oh. How does it? How does that work? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. This is great, though. I mean, they lose their minds on those play by play calls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the uh, the I'm not sure how Chicago being a toddle in town song fit into that. Chicago, where, <laughs> where did that? He just how rubbing it in at that point. Chicago, Chicago. <laughs> huh. They lost. Yeah, you're not going to Chicago. Why are we singing about him? I think we got the lounge singing so. play-by-play announcer. We got a twofer there. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I also you also have the brilliance of oh. Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth in yeah. their play-by-play. Yeah. That's why I love, even if I'm not interested in the game, I just want the game on in the background so I can hear the soothing tones of Al Michaels. Just makes yeah. me feel good. And he was in prime form. He was night. awesome. Nothing does. 43-yard attempt from the right hash mark. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, he hits the upright again! That's impossible! <laughs> so great. It's impossible! And the Eagles run out into the field, but there's still five seconds. So they've got to get back. He does it again! <laughs> Perfect tone. Did this hit the... Upright and the crossbar. Uh huh. <laughs> Bottom line, it doesn't go through. <laughs> Upright. Yeah, it looks like it bounced off the crossbar as well. Oh my goodness! The Bears' season's going to end on a double doink. <laughs> That's great. One. Unbelievable. How many times can they hit the upright? <laughs> Five <laughs> in the stadium and one last week. Crazy. Cody. Crazy, crazy. Mm. Awesome. Mm. Yeah, he's so good. Upright. Crossbar. Oh, it just depended on which side of the football hit the crossbar, whether it would bounce. Oh, my goodness. I'm just in awe of, yeah. of his professionalism. He's just awesome. And Al, Al Michaels spoke for... 
every football fan during that game where there was a crazy play at the end of the first half. I, I won't waste you with the details, but uh, it, it, it was stupid. It was just ridiculous the way mm-hmm. it played out. And um, and so they were trying to explain the rule, and Al Michaels just like, you know what? It's easier to decipher the Dead Sea Scrolls than the NFL rule book. So great. And, and he just went on afterward <clears> when they tried to explain it again. Uh, he speaks for the fans, man. He doesn't hold yeah, he back. Does. He doesn't care what the NFL thinks about it. No, he's it. awesome. He's just, he's fantastic. I mean, it's no, he, he didn't sing Chicago's a toddle in town in there. See, now that's a thing. No, nor did he say, no, senor, no, senor, See, no, senor. you got to mix that in. Yeah, I mean, Yes. It could be improved upon slightly, and it would it would surpass his "Do you believe in miracles?" Uh, call from the nineteen eighty Winter Olympics. Maybe the greatest if, call of all time. If he would just sing the Chicago song, you know. I mean, to me, it's impossible. That's impossible. <laughs> is up there with yeah. "Do you believe in miracles?" Uh, that was a perfect call because the guy had hit the goalpost six times in the last few weeks. What are the odds of that? It's impossible, yeah. and yet it happened. Yeah, and, and tell me, do you think I cheated the moment for my family because I was about to play ahead on my phone, sitting there in the living room watching the game, and so I saw that happen, but I made sure. I called my son. I was like, you got to get in here and watch this last play. Do you think that ruined the moment, or did I make sure that he No, I think you made sure he was, yes. he was part of history. Cool. Yeah, all right. Very good. Uh, all right, 888-933-93, and at Pat Unleashed, where smallmouth Bass Kurt tweets, uh... Put Cortez and Castro together, and you still don't have a fully functioning human brain. Yeah, that's true. Oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, Orson Welles Fishbowl tweets, we've reached triple butt stupid in 10 minutes. Yeah. Not a challenge with that girl. Agonizing. <laughs> was it three butt stupid? I think there was multiples. Oh, she deserves sure. more yeah, than yeah, that. Yeah. More <laughs> than that. Uh, Sumi Schick, uh, I cannot keep a straight face listening to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or AOC. Uh, then I think of education over the last generation, and I feel bad for her. Um, yes, I mean there's something to that. <clears throat> there, she's a product of of the education system, and she even had to take a long drive to go to school. Remember that? <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. She Where, went out of her way to get educated like that. That's how she formed her her ideology was looking at all of the pl- blight. Yeah. Between the Bronx and uh, the Heights or wherever she went to school when it didn't actually happen. She lied about that, too. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, from Scotty Sweatman or Sweetman, one of the two. I'm not so sure. Uh, I'm not so sure Kiefer Sutherland can be president. He once rode with Billy the Kid and that makes him a felon. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what was that movie? Oh, that was... Uh... Gun, mm, young Guns, right? Or, young Guns, uh, yeah, okay, probably. I think that's one. Uh, and Don Hendricks, if we declare a state of emergency to build the wall, can't the next president do that over climate change as well? No, because I said so. Wait, that that settles it right you there. You didn't quite. <laughs> I didn't deal with that. Noodle that one out <laughs> because that Pat is the problem so? with allowing that. You know, with doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, it is the problem. Okay, but but couldn't the next president do it over climate change anyway? Yes, but wait. I kinda, he doesn't need the president precedent set by Donald Trump. I kind of want to explore the 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 pat way to govern. Mm-hmm. So if you say so, yes, that's the way. Uh, that's my new theory now. Yeah, because if I mean I the Constitution is so. being ignored. So well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to just latch onto this plan here. Have you me? like it? Yeah, yeah. Let's All do right. this. Let's go with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what does Pat think? 
Yeah, he, he doesn't like it. Okay, we can't do it. Well, what does Pat think? He wants us to? All right. Done. Good. All right. I like this. I like it. Yes. I like it. Can I think I just, it works. Can for I me. just take one moment? I just happened to glance up at CNN, and for the first time in months, I see an image that I uh, hadn't had to look at before. Uh, yeah, the Parkland kids. No, it's uh, yeah, it's no? a David Hogg yes. there. Yep. There's uh-huh. David Hogg. It's and what's her face, too? I don't know her face but either. David That's Hogg. not the Emma girl, though, right? Mm-mm. No, no. No, but Hog is back. Hog is back. And this time, oh. he's still stupid. That's- you talk about butt stupid, there's number four for you. Mm-hmm. That applies to uh, this wonderful kid, too. You can't you can't say anything disparaging. I'm just talking about his policies. That's yeah. all I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's a wonderful individual. Going to Harvard now, by the way. He was turned down by, what, 85 colleges and then all of a sudden, Harvard wanted him, so he's at Harvard. I'm not so sure that he's a wonderful individual. No, he is. He's mm-hmm. terrific because he went through a, a traumatic thing. Okay. So that makes him terrific for life. For life? Yep. Wow, because Pat says so. I don't I like this it. game anymore. No, I'm going with the Constitution <laughs> again. <laughs> huh, that was quick. Yeah. All right, if you're thinking of buying a, or selling a home this year, you got to go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn started that company several years ago because he was so frustrated by real estate agents who actually talked a pretty good game but just never got the job done. So instead, he built a team to help homeowners, home sellers, and buyers do things a little bit differently and to help you sell or buy your home a lot more effectively. What he learned is that most realtors advertise to help themselves to get the listing and, and then let other agents do the hard work. That's why home selling is so frustrating and no one is held accountable. So we have this network now of over a thousand agents who market their sellers' homes to help them get top dollars as quickly as possible. His team follows you through the entire process of buying and selling and they allow only their top agents to be part of the real estate agents I trust.com. And seriously, one of the most important aspects of this to me is that they're fans of the show. And then, so you have that bond, you have that in common with them. And it doesn't have to get awkward when you're driving around neighborhoods with them. Uh, it's, it's great stuff. Buy yourself fast for the right price. With realestateagentsitrust.com. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. I'm going to talk to Jeffy in about 45 minutes or so here. See how he's doing, how he's feeling, if the podcast is back on for today, which I think it is. Let me check my. Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay, so he saw the cardiologist, we'll get an update, we'll see how he's feeling, and uh, talk to Jeffy about 7.30 or so. 888-933-93, Bird in Kentucky understands the Papa reference from the uh, mm. from the Spanish language okay. call of the missed field goal. Hey, Bert. Hey, good morning, Pat. Morning. Um, so so um, all of a sudden, I don't feel so bad when, when, uh, when they beat the... Uh, the uh, Irish uh, a couple of weeks back, uh, you know, that yeah. was uh, thirty to three. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that loss but, looks uh, a little, little more palatable now, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. But uh, needless to say, so, so, um, uh, uh, Papa means dad. Yeah, okay? that's 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 what that means. 
not potato like uh, no, like, not, uh, like Keith said. How do you know? No. Oh, okay. Sure. We don't or, know. He could have been or, yelling, or, potato, potato. So what is the, yeah, but or, why or, in or, that or, moment, or, why in that moment is he yelling, dad, dad? I don't get well, it. Well, because of the excitement, you know how whenever you get excited and you go, yes, yeah, baby. Uh-huh. Well, so then some people from South America, they say, uh, they say, si, papa, meaning that, yes, sir. Or, okay. or you know. Yeah, so that's that's what he or like. Uh, oh, baby, that. like that. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Exactly. Or sort of like uh, Keith Jackson used to do with Oh Nelly, something like that. Exactly. Right? Yes. Exactly. All right. Gotcha. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Bert. Appreciate the uh, perspective. You're not there. gonna finish that. Oh Nelly, from the football, the football at the forty-five yard line. The dogs have it. <laughs> oh, Papa! <laughs> Doesn't quite work the that same. Would've, that would've, you know, like Keith Jackson scenario. That would have been good, though. I kind of <laughs> like it. Mix it in there. The, the, what are the hog mollies? Yeah. Oh, Papa! Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Georgia boy, that uh, Keith Jackson. He's so good too. Mm-hmm. Talk about great sportscasters. He was. Sure. He was definitely one of them. Uh, all right, we have an article here about the uh, five things that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez doesn't want you to know about her new Green Deal. Because her new Green Deal is so great. It's like the New Deal from FDR. It's it's a lot like his second Bill Bill of Rights uh, proposal. But these are the five things she's not talking about. Number one, it includes many radical programs that have nothing to do with so-called green energy. Supporters of the Green New Deal spend most of their time talking to the public about the proposal's energy-related mandates, but some of the costliest parts of the plan are unrelated. For example, uh, she's got a proposal calling for the creation of a basic income program and single-payer health care. What does that have to do with greenness? Nothing, of course. But this is just a way, and that's what climate change has been all along. It's the stealthy communism of this century. Green is the new red, Green baby. is the new red. There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, it would do nothing, number two, it would do nothing to curb global warming, which I'm sure we all suspected. Primary justification given by the new Green Deal uh, proponents is that it's necessary to slow the rise of human-caused climate change, but many scientists say there's no good evidence global warming will be catastrophic or that there's anything humans can do to stop it. I'm reading a great book. I just started reading this. We got to have the author on because it's fascinating. I'm only into the first chapter and already just spellbound by it. It's great scientific facts from an actual scientist, a climate scientist, hmm. who's uh, one of the first. One of the first points he makes in the book is that CO2 is not even the main driver of greenhouse gases. You know what it is? Water vapor, <laughs> humidity. Awesome. Okay. I mean, 90% of the greenhouse gas effect in our atmosphere, water vapor. Only 6% is CO2. Well, then we've got the solution right in front of us. Get rid of humidity. Get rid of water. If we we can come up with a a plan that will at least make it less humid in Houston, Texas, and Dallas Mm. in the summer, Mm -hmm. I'm all over it. Okay, I like it. Uh, also, okay, number three thing she doesn't want us to know about this uh, plan, renewable energy costs significantly uh, more than fossil fuel, of course. 
and subsidized by the government 25 to 1 over fossil fuel. The new Green Deal would empower and give handouts to left-wing special interest groups and industries. No surprise there. That's what they always do. Some of the most vaguely worded parts of Ocasio-Cortez's deal are those that promise to increase power of labor unions and give favors to left-wing industries. And then number five, it would run up the national debt by tens of trillions of dollars. Although nobody knows exactly what it would cost, a very conservative estimate is $40 trillion in its first 10 to 15 years. $40 trillion. Now, her own estimate is $32 trillion. Either way, it's going to cost a lot. <laughs> a lot. Uh, you know, uh, she, she uh, Ocasio-Cortez, she's upset the left, too. Oh, we might have to play know. that later, huh? All right. We'll okay. get into that. Coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, oh, we uh, we have the results of our poll. We should probably announce more on trivia this week. We left it up to you. What game should we cover? The Colts, Chiefs, Cowboys, Rams, or Chargers, Patriots? Now, for much of the time... Cowboys-Rams led the way by quite a bit. Mm -hmm. In the end, however, and this is probably a good thing because this will be easier uh, to get convenience store clerks to answer the phone in Indianapolis and Kansas City. So it's Colts-Chiefs, 39 to 38% over Cowboys-Rams. And then uh, Chargers-Patriots, 23%. So Colts-Chiefs, Friday Friday. at 8 a.m. Eastern right here on Bad Gray Unleashed. Be there. Aloha. Uh, Also... Beto O'Rourke is planning a really hip solo trip around the country just to talk to voters. He's just going to pop in on people. He doesn't. He doesn't want any of his uh, aides around. He just. He's going to drive around and just pop in to like a college dorm room and say hi to people. <laughs> Wait, a college, <laughs> a college dorm know. room. I don't know what he's going to suspect. Uh, he's looking to shore up his prospects. He has asked aides to make the plans for him to travel mm-hmm. and pop into places, oh. to quote him, such as community college campuses. So not necessarily <laughs> dorm rooms, I okay. guess, but the campus itself. Still, I mean, Journal it's... reports that no staff or press will accompany him, but he might keep a running diary oh. on social media. Yes. So exciting. I love those videos where he's driving and not paying attention to the road. Right. Oh, he's so hip, too. Will he have his guitar with him Uh so he can hear the soothing sounds of... (laughs) (laughs) So great. He's so talented. You know, he's going to be driving all over the place. Hope he... uh, Hope he's not drinking and driving, because uh, you know that's mm-hmm. gotten him in trouble in the past too. Just saying, he's been, he's been trying hard to portray himself as hip, so um, I'm sure the college well, students skate, will welcome him. Skateboarding with open arms. onto stage. He swore in his concession speech. I don't remember that. Oh yeah, he said, "I'm so blanking proud of you guys." Remember that? Effing was it the F word? Uh huh. Yeah. Well, that's very hip. 
That's very hip. The guy's so cool. He That's said the, the F word in his concession speech. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he should be president. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had a president before who said the F word in his concession speech. This will be a first. Yeah, I think he's more qualified than Julian Castro just by dropping an F bomb on stage. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make history. The first F bomb concession speech president in history. Yeah, you know, the, the, the greatest fact of, of that story is that he had to give a concession speech. Yeah, by the way, he lost lost in his bid. A loser. His only bid for a statewide uh, office, he lost. Well, no. Well, statewide, yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, Uh my bad. Uh, Yeah, Uh, he spent a lot of time in his car, of course, and videotaping himself, talking, trying to reach voters. Now he wants to be there in person, mano a mano. So hip. Issued a series of uh, videos of him driving during the campaign while he played hard rock music in his car. Because that shows he's, well, again, hip. Hip. He can listen to hard rock even though he's 46 years old. He uh, he drove to Waco. He drove to Houston. He, wow. he drove to Laredo and Colleen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy drove. He drove. And he videotaped himself at the same time. Yeah, and he swore during his concession speech. I mean, this This is the coolest guy to ever walk the earth. Do you think he's more hip or more cool? Uh, It's it's hard to. I mean, we got to figure this one out between the two. Because he's he's definitely both. Uh, Let me share some tweets we've uh, gotten in the last little while from (laughs) Gormless Dimwit tweets. Double doink is already a hashtag, but I'm afraid to click on it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I can see why Uh, you'd hesitate. It's a good cautionary uh, Mm -hmm. tale. Philip Iker tweets, uh, Pat, can we finally stop putting Alabama in the number one slot by default? Yes, I think we can. You know, that was one of the things they said in the article this morning about... If not the changing of the guard with Clemson, at least the sharing with Alabama of the guard. And then Nebraska also is right up there with those two teams, right? Yeah, and they're all chasing BYU. (laughs) (laughs) And then we woke up and came in and did a show today. (laughs) Right. Um, But, yeah, so the point was maybe after beating Alabama by 28 in the national championship, they'll be ranked number one in the preseason over Alabama. Because the last time they lost to Clemson – Alabama was still the preseason favorite. Uh, Steve Madursky tweets, it puzzles me that you're worried about how much this will all cost. You just pay for it. Right? Duh. Right? (laughs) I mean, that's AOC math right there. Right. And then again, we got to play what she said to uh, Anderson Cooper about how much all of this is going to cost and how factually flawed she is, where she was fact-checked and given four Pinocchios. The nonsense she was spewing about this green deal and how much it was going to cost was so bad that even the Washington Post said it was a flat-out lie. Uh, Here's how she handled that. One of the criticisms of you is that your math is fuzzy. The Washington Post recently awarded you four Pinocchios for uh, mistaking some statistics about Pentagon spending. Oh, man. If people want Mm. to really blow up one figure here or one word there, I would argue that they're missing the forest for the trees. Talking about trillions of dollars! I think that there's a lot of people more concerned about being precisely, factually, and semantically correct than about being morally right. 
Gosh. But being factually correct is important. It's absolutely important. And mm-hmm. whenever I make mm-hmm. a mistake, I say, okay, this was clumsy. And then no, I restate what my point was. Um, That's all you'd be doing if you really did that. It's not the same thing as the Lying, president uh, lying about immigrants. It's not the same thing at all. Okay. Thank you for that. Morality update. <laughs> By the way, how many uh, unborn babies do you think we should murder? In, in your, you know, your incredible morality uh, perspective, tell us about that. Is it, I mean, as many as we possibly can, right? You want that moral trend to continue. Don't tell me about morals. I, I don't ever want to hear that from these Democrats who are so in love with the death of babies, <clears throat> who continue the slaughter of them, and want it to actually increase. But then, you know, she acts like, Oh, one little thing here or a word there. She acts like it's a give a penny, take a penny thing at, at a convenience <laughs> store. You're talking about trillions of dollars, you idiot. Forest for the trees, Pat. Oh, man. Forest for the trees. It's really hard with her because she is, is, is super ignorant about reality. <laughs> I don't know what dream world she lives in, but it's uh, it's not reality. Mm-hmm. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Speaking of costs, um, <clears throat> and to get away from political costs for a minute, uh, Disneyland just announced they are significantly hiking their already incredibly steep ticket prices again. This time they're about to open the new uh, Star Wars expansion, mm-hmm. Star Wars Land, which that'd be fun. Um, As reported by the Associated Press, the cheapest single-day ticket for low-demand days at Disneyland in Anaheim will now cost you $104. Wow. The least expensive daily ticket to Disney World in Florida on an off day is $109. The price of a ticket for a high-demand day is about $150. $149. You'll save a... Dollar. You get a dollar back from your $150 bill. Oh, then you could add that to uh, to Nancy Pelosi's dollar. I'm up to $2. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it'll also cost you $25 to park your car. That's new. Are you really going to nickel and diamonds like that when you're charging these kinds of prices? So for a family of four to go to Disney uh, Disneyland on a on a busy day, $621 before you even walk through the gates. Now, they also have their most expensive pass, which is called the Premier Pass. That includes no blockout dates. It includes parking. So they throw in that $25 included in the price and access to all the parks. The Premier Premier Pass will now cost you just $2,000. Wait, wait, what? Per person. What happened there? Whoa. (laughs) Yeah, well, okay, $1,949. Wait, am I driving to each attraction? <laughs> like, am I parking right next to the Dumbo thing? No. And that's what I was wondering. Do you get to the front of the line with this? Do you? No. Uh-uh. I mean, do I get escorted around the park no. by Mickey himself? They don't fan you with palm leaves. Right? Uh, none of that. Wow. They, don't, they don't give you a massage while you wait in the line. $1,949 per ticket. For the uh, premier pass. I'm a pass on that. Shh. Um, now, of course, the park is going to have lots of interest this summer because they're opening Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge, 
It's a 14-acre immersive world based on, obviously, Star Wars and new rides and attractions uh, where you can actually fly the Millennium Falcon. The expansion has cost the company about a billion dollars, so they're passing those savings along to us. (laughs) That's kind of how tariffs work, too. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. (laughs) So, asked about the price changes, a park representative issued a statement yesterday which says, and doesn't shed a lot of light, well, we continue to provide our guests with a variety of ticket offerings to meet their needs while helping us to spread visitation Better manage demand and deliver a great experience. Huh. I love the article. At the end of the article, it says, Translation, we're altering the deal. Pray we don't alter it any further. <laughs> that's, wow. that's a great line. Uh, wow, that's expensive. So if you've, if you've got two kids and you want a premier pass to go to all the different parks and you want parking included in that, so for it's only eight thousand dollars just for the tickets, about eight thousand dollars. Wow! How about, how about we don't go, kids? They've just, they've just priced Middle America out of going to their park, haven't they? I mean, you save your whole life for a trip to Disney World or Land. Jeez, that is crazy. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, something uh, kind of cool. NASA is about to do uh, something similar to the movie Armageddon. <laughs> or what was the other one called? Uh, Deep. Was it Deep something? Wait. You know, they came out at the same time, those dueling movies about uh, comets, meteors coming to, Amer- to to the world, smashing into the planet. Uh, yeah, I think you're uh, Deep Impact. Deep Impact. And Armageddon, yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they're working on a... Uh, Double asteroid redirection test. They call it DART. In 2021, uh, they're going to fully test the new defense system by smashing a spaceship into a meteor at 13,500 miles per hour. Wow. They're worried that an asteroid, obviously, could smash into the planet and cause catastrophic damage. So they're going to go out and test this theory to see if they can redirect uh, one that's coming at us. And it's... You know, obviously not coming directly for us. Yeah, so they found a test one. Yeah. And they're just going to try to change just the gonna trajectory slam of that. See what happens. So that when push comes to shove and, oh my gosh, here it comes, we don't have to send a, an actor up on a <laughs> Right. On a, <laughs> a drill team to get in there and uh, drill into the mm-hmm. asteroid uh-huh. while it's all coming apart. And so uh, they hope to smash into the asteroid and redirect it and uh-huh. see if this actually works. Hmm. But they said, you know... This isn't like Armageddon. You can't do this at the last minute. You can't say, oh my gosh, we're just a few weeks away. Let's put together a team and send them up there and land on it in a shuttle and see if they can plant a nuclear weapon in it and blow it apart. No, you got to have, this scientist says, this is something you would do 5, 10, 15, maybe 20 years in advance. I mean, how much warning do we get? I mean, I know it. it, it I don't think you got news, 20 years. Yeah, well, it hits the news cycle. Mm-hmm. How long have they seen that before they tell us? Because I thought there was something real recently. They're like, oh my gosh, we just found this. We'll yeah, see there it next was. week. There was. I don't remember what it was, but it was it was yeah. a comet or a meteor or and something. And we had like, no time. Hey, look at that thing. Glad it's not going to hit us. <laughs> We're not going to have 20 years advance notice. Well, unless technology improves greatly. And maybe it will by then. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, let me tell you about Riduzone. This is uh, something that's pretty near and dear to us at, at the Blaze. Obviously, a lot of us here use it. Sarah, uh, from, Sarah Gonzalez from the News and Why It Matters uses it. And you think, well, come on. Uh, she's not overweight at all. At one point, she was 100 pounds overweight. And she lost 100 pounds and has kept it off for, what, 10 years? And in part due to... Riduzone, mm-hmm. because it helps her keep her mind off food. What what Riduzone does is it uh, helps you to not think about food all the time because it reduces your appetite. Plus, it speeds up your metabolism and it helps you burn fat. It's just a, a great product. It's it's natural, and for a short time, we have a thirty percent off deal for you. Just go to Riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com, enter the promo code Pat. And you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com. Pat Gray. Oh, we're actually seeing that maybe the Premier Pass isn't as bad a deal as I thought at $1,949. Oh, you do get to tour the park with the mouse, huh? Yeah. Well, no. But oh. you do get to use it repeatedly. I think it's unlimited, right? Well, So if, say, you live in Orlando or... Anaheim, you know, anywhere in Southern California, and you're going to go back over and over, that'd kind of probably be the way to go, I would think. Still, that's a lot of money. And you can't park <laughs> your car right at each attraction? No, you can't. Yeah, no. We'll see. It, they should, there should be a premium for, uh, and I think they have this, if you want to uh, be taken to the front of the line, I think there's a huge price you can pay for that, too. But it's like cost prohibitive to everybody but Bill Gates. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We were just talking about uh, some of the things that are uh, going on with NASA trying to smash into a meteor and see if they can redirect it. Uh, there's something they can't redirect that is coming that's going to cause a lot of havoc. Uh, it's not going to be pretty when the Milky Way uh, collides. Okay. With another galaxy, it will bring the Milky Way as we know it to an end Whoa, two to three billion years the, early. The, oh, what? Yeah. Okay. Well, so when now, it's not supposed to... The Milky Way is supposed to, I don't know, somehow go out of existence in about five billion years. Oh, well... This okay. cuts that timetable way back. No, no. I mean, not not next week, but certainly... Very soon thereafter, mm-hmm. uh, in about two billion years. So I'm very, very concerned. Yeah, about this. yeah, yeah, yeah. So forget very, about very, the, uh, the redirecting the comet. I know. Let's redirect the large uh, Magellan Magellanic cloud, large Magellan Magellanic 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 Magellanic. Thank you. Uh huh. Or, <laughs> or Managran Nicaragua at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The LMC. Let's call it the LMC. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. We'll do that. Apparently, the uh, the Milky Way and the LMC are headed for a crash course in just two billion years. Oh yeah, Dylan has to chime in. Magellanic or Magellanic? Magellanic. I don't know. So anyway, Thanks, astrophysicists uh, are really worried about this. I, I mean, right? I mean, because mm-hmm. we're going to be around for that. It will. What will happen when they collide is that it will lead leave permanent scars on both galaxies. Oh no! Igniting a once dormant black hole, flinging stars 
quadrillions of miles out of orbit. Jeez. It will fling stars quadrillion miles out of orbit? I I want to see some video of that when it happens. Well, but Pat, that would I mean, be phenomenal. I mean, how cool is that? It's like two billion years at least. Yeah. So our you know great you think, you think we'll be great great grandchildren will be. Uh, actually, they say the Earth probably won't be affected because it happens at the core of the of the Milky Way. Well, that was kind of a letdown there at the end. There, <laughs> yeah. just kind of yeah. like whoa, look, quadrillions of miles, stars flinging all over the place. But, However, I mean, by Earth, then our sun will probably burn out, and uh, then the Earth will be doomed or, anyway. Yeah, man-made global warming will have us done in by then. Right. So we're right. Some scary things are on the way, uh, and so I mean that's just around the corner. Time flies, you know. When you're polluting the earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we definitely are. And that's why we have Ocasio-Cortez around for her uh, new green deal. She's so great. Mm-hmm. Th- uh, this is amazing that she's been such a problem lately and spouting off so much uh, because I, she just loves the attention. She, uh, she must not have gotten enough attention in high school <laughs> and college because, man, she is uh, out there trying to get it now. Mm-hmm. But she has made even Whoopi Goldberg on The View unhappy with what she's been saying. Here's what Whoopi had to say yesterday on The View. For what? Warren. For the Democratic to be the the nominee for the president. Let me just say this about Ocasio-Cortez. She just got in on Thursday. She was sworn in. Yes. And she's very opinionated, which we like. We like opinionated women. But it is very, very difficult when people make accusations where you you say you know the democrats have have done nothing the the establishment of the democrats have done nothing and i just want to throw this out to you um john lewis oh yeah wasn't sitting still right um diane feinstein wasn't sitting still Mm-hmm. There are a whole bunch of people in the Democratic Party who have been busting their asses to make sure that women get what they need, people get what they need, children get what they need. So and you just got in there, and I know you got lots of good ideas, but I would encourage you to sit still for a minute and learn a job. <laughs> and, you know... And just, you know, because there are people in that party who have been working their tails off for and they this know, country. they know a lot. And they know a They've lot. And you, could, and you could learn some stuff from them. And no, I sure just he... feel like, you know. Knows everything. You don't have to be uh, born into it. You don't have to know it when you step out. But before you start pooping on people and what they've done, you got to do something, too. <laughs> she hasn't done That's well said. Well, that's really well said. There's room for new energy. There is absolutely room for new energy. you got to prove yourself. But you can't you know? poop on what was when you're right. coming in on shoulders. Yeah, quite a few giants. That's great. A lot of poop. I love it when uh, liberals eat their own. That's fantastic. Yeah, and then bonus material talking about poop. Yeah. So... Which is always fun because it spurs this. You pooped in your pants. I I pooped my pants. Uh, You pooped in your pants. I I pooped my pants. You pooped in your pants. I I pooped my pants. So there's that. There's somebody that's been pooping on people for a long time. Yep. So she's she's so radical that even the radicals on The View are offended by her. Good. Good. (laughs) That's fun. (laughs) 
Uh, and, she, you know, this is going to continue to happen because she is so far left and she is dragging that party along with her. Yeah. You know, uh, the DNC chairman, Perez, said she's the future of the party. And, man, you can see that every day. Yeah. Every day in every way, they keep showing you how radical they're becoming. It's in, And there are plenty of people in the party and in Congress um, who are um, way left like her, but she doesn't stop talking. And she is making herself a target now to people on her own side. Yep. But she's got some great ideas. Oh, she's she's going to fix things and make people pay their fair share and yeah. increase the top tax rate to 70% like it was back in the 60s, 50s, 40s, under FDR. Yeah, yeah that'll be great. But according to Whoopi, um, Ocasio-Cortez needs to stop pooping uh, as, as well uh-huh. Uh-huh, as you're headed to Congress. Stop pooping. 888 Uh Speaking of which, we've got Jeffy coming in next. Yes! And uh, we'll get a health update from him following his heart attack last week. Scared the crap out of all of us. Jeff Fisher. Yes! Hello. Fortunately, Hello. Jeff Fisher. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see you. Doing well enough that he's back Thank at you. work today. I came in. Thought, you yeah. know, thought I stopped by. I, yep. gonna say I can't tell you how grateful and uh, and happy we all are that yep. uh, oh. you're still breathing. I, that you know and. Thank you, and, and it, I, you know, I can't tell you how much it means to me. And the, the outpouring, I mean, I just walk in here today, and there's a stack of cards I haven't even looked at yet. Oh, yeah. From people. And mm-hmm. I mean, the, the outpouring on you know, social media was overwhelming. It was unbelievable. It was really nice. So thank you. Yeah. So oh, my how, gosh, thank you. How do you feel? Oh, Pat. This, great. Yes, great is the Ready word. Ready to take on the day in yes. the world. <laughs> yes. yes. My gosh, yeah. Good. I mean, all, Good. What, was just a little heart attack. That's uh-huh. all. That's all. A little, little heart attack. And actually, it wasn't blockage. a little heart attack. Yeah, a little it was blockage. Serious. A little blockage. One side was just you know 100 percent blocked. That's all. That's all. One, one little side over here, and then there was another. There was another little uh, blockage over here, farther down, mm-hmm. that they cleaned out. And then there was uh, some more blockage. I found out yesterday, though, that I didn't know that they left on the on the well, other side. There was they left yeah, some they blockage. Said, yeah, that'll, that'll clean out by itself. <laughs> now, once we open this up, that'll clean out. You'll be fine. Uh, I'm not sure I want him to take that well, chance. Well, but uh, but I don't know. I, I don't know that I wanted him to go any farther. I was good with that. Uh-huh. I mean, okay. um, All right. So uh, is there another? Is there going to be a follow up surgery? Or are you? No, I don't think so. I hope not. I well, mean, you know what I'm saying. I mean, like, if, I mean if, if you're to listening this. to the doctors, this well, it's a shot over the bowel, and it's good that you're here. And, shot over uh, the bowel. Got, shot over the bowel. Yeah, I mean, they most were, people die on the way to the hospital, according to your doctor. I know. Uh, the, you know, so, you know, we got all this, hmm. look, you're good. You're out of the hospital. You were only in for a couple of days. Uh, there wasn't, when I had the, uh, the echocardiogram. Now those are, um, when you get to see the working of the heart and the pounding, they were all happy that the damage was minor, uh, from the heart attack. Good. So yeah, yeah it's good. good. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I I'm happy about that. <laughs> so tell I us- don't necessarily recommend having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Tell us about uh, that day. That must yeah, have been pretty walk scary. Us did you did you wake up in pain? I did. Yeah, I mean, I woke up in the morning, mm-hmm. and really, it was kind of um, for the past two day, two days prior to the heart attack day. I had uh, woke up in the morning, and you know, the whole house had been kind of sick from over Christmas, and we'd been down. You know, the kids have been sick, and you know, mm-hmm. the in laws are the in laws are you know going to the gym every day. Are they? Oh yeah, they they yeah. get up early and run to the gym, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> 
And uh, so I got. I and got, they're what in their eighties? Yeah, gym rats. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can't. I mean, year old gym where, rats. Where's your folks? They're at the gym. Still. Yeah, of Ruth course. Ginsburg. Always. Uh-huh. And, right. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, so I mean, I, everybody was down for the count a little. So I got up for a couple of days before the heart attack day, and you know, had a pain in my chest, and I was like, Ugh. yeah, that's a little different than a cold symptom. I don't feel good. That's like, and then it went away. You know, it'd go away after a couple minutes, and I was like, okay, fine. I don't feel that good, but you know, I'm all right. We'll just let that ride. And uh, I did that was like two days in a row. Oh, man. And then heart attack day, it didn't go away. You know, no. I sat there on the side of the bed. It was like, okay, this is not going away. Scary. Uh, yeah, yeah, real scary. I was just sitting on the bed, you know, sweating more than usual. Yeah, there, there's a video uh, that you posted the day before on your back patio, I believe. Okay. Right? You not recall this? And I just went back and I looked at it. I was wondering if you were in pain at that moment, you know? Anyway, never mind. No, I don't think so. No, I mean, because, okay. I mean, I didn't feel good. You know, yeah. I mean, I really didn't feel good, but I was no pain. Yeah. So you woke up on heart attack day and it was still and, there. Yeah. And, I, you know, Amber, my, my wife wakes up and goes, you know, what's wrong? Immediately. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, I don't know. I don't feel good. Uh, I might be having a heart attack. Oh. And, uh, you know, obviously the, um, well, I'm going to just call 911. Because at the time, we thought we'd ride it out a little bit. I was like, oh, fine, it'll, it'll go away. See if it's heartburn or... It'll go away. A it's gone away bubble. the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Was the left arm mm-hmm. affected, like people say? Mm-hmm. Like you feel no, it was, it was just a, a tremendous pressure on the chest. Wow. And, uh, you know, obviously, I mean, the heart, I don't know, wasn't working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and then, you know, you get the, uh, where you want to, you get uh, nauseous. And you feel like you're going to throw up. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's a bad sign. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. that's one of the bad signs. And so my, well, the last time that Amber said, "Well, I'm going to call 911," and I said, "No," that no meant yes. <laughs> and but she I, did. And she did. Fortunately, and, she and, didn't take no for an no, answer. No, she did not. How long did it no. take for EMT to get there? Couple minutes, three, four, five minutes, maybe oh, tops. So they were there really fast. fast. They were there fast. They were great. Good. They were there fast. Um, I understand she was transferred, though, which is kind of weird. She called 911, and she got transferred three, three times. times. What three times because, uh, because of where we live. Uh, we live in, a, in, a, in an area that was a city that was taken over by another city mm-hmm. that is still part of uh, a bigger county and right. a bigger rescue area. I mean, it was just it's amazing. And, oh, yeah, oh, oh 911, yeah, oh, that's somebody else. Hold on, hold on. Put you on hold. Please Get hold. the hold music. Is there hold music? Please hold. Yeah, on 911? <laughs> 911, different area. How may I help you? Oh, no, that's not us. If Click. you're having a heart attack, press 1. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now For Spanish you know, speakers who obviously. are having a heart attack, Nueve Ocho. Papa. Now, they were pretty fast. You know, obviously, when you're on 911 and you're calling and you know your husband is having a heart attack, any kind of transfer seems like... Mm-hmm. A million hours, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so they were actually, you know, they were still pretty good at transferring and, and talking to her and getting people there. But it just seemed like, you know, this, I mean, three times does seem like an awful lot. Yeah, it does. As, no yes, matter does. how fast they do it. Yeah. And, uh, but the, the, the EMTs and the fire rescue guys were all great. They were in, I mean, they, they came in, they did, they, they did their EKGs, they did their cardiograms. And was, yep, you're having a heart attack and we're taking you to the hospital. We're out of here. Wow, and uh, they uh, they so parked. they they knew right away. Yeah, I mean they they mm. took care of it. They were on the they were on the horn with their <laughs> medical people, and we they were we were gone. We were out of there. Um, you know, so they uh, you know they put me in a chair and got me out of the living room, and then put me onto the 
the gurney and wheeled me out. And uh, I live on kind of a dirt hill. It's not really a mountain, but it's a dirt hill in in uh, in Dallas Fort Worth. And they had parked where the truck was uh, going uphill. <laughs> and so, uh, so they had to push you so on they, the gurney. They, up a hill, up, up, up this hill to get into wow. the. And sadly, the, they left one poor guy uh, alone trying to do that. And my oh. wife said, "And my wife says, <laughs> has oh, that been look. tweeted now? The right it is right now." Okay, my wife is. says, "Oh look, that, <laughs> this guy is like somebody help and that's me." That's a big man too. <laughs> he realized what the hell. Uh, <laughs> get, I think I can't. <laughs> So I mean, we did. It was kind of fun thinking about had he not been able to hold me. Uh, uh, yeah, that's kind of fun. Who <laughs> would have been just rolling, rolling down, down the hill, hill <laughs> into the having a heart attack, smashing into the intersection? Yeah. Probably that, wouldn't have been good. I don't. I don't know that I recommend that. Either. No. <laughs> and then you got worse. On well, the they way said in transit. Yeah, they said uh, in transit that I I got a lot worse, and um, they were you know really concerned. So when we got to the hospital. Um, they well, we bypassed everything and went right to the once you got in, lab. but you had a hard time getting in. Well, right? didn't they have the door locked or something? Amazing, the emergency amazing. Room? First, you see that uh, that picture now. I, I I've got no shirt on. It's cold out. In Texas cold, but mm-hmm. it's cold out. It was and, like thirty five. It was cold. Yeah, it was. And cold. Uh, you know, I've got no shirt on. I've got all their. I've got all their monitors on. I've got some shorts on, and and uh, so it's cold. And I'm like, uh, you know, I'm gonna bring a blanket or something. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I will get you. I'm like, I just. Uh, and, uh, and off we go. And so we get to the hospital, and you know I'm completely out of it anyway, really. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not sure what hospital we're at. I just know the last thing I remember is looking out the window when we were leaving the neighborhood, going, thinking, oh, this is the way they're going out of the neighborhood. That's the last thing I remember. Mm. And then I remember getting out of the uh, ambulance at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And it's at the emergency room, and the guy goes up to the door. He's pushing me up in the door, and we're outside again, cold. And the yeah, the sliding doors don't open. <laughs> and the guy's like, "Yo, <laughs> hey, yo!" He's banging on the door. And finally, I I'm sitting there, and we I see somebody running up the hallway, pizza delivery in, inside the Good hospital. Grief. You know, hand putting their hand up to the scanner to uh, open the doors. Why is that ever a the, good idea for a hospital I, to I leave their doors locked? I've never heard of that in an emergency room. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I don't know, but that that took a little bit of time. So you so. finally got. Into the emergency but, room, no, but, and they went right past emergency they, by, 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 by into surgery, right? Everything right into surgery, yeah. I mean, directly into surgery. In fact, I, mean, I hate to say this out loud, but I haven't seen any insurance bills, right? any hospital bills, Still? nothing. Really? Nobody came for me to for Amber or me to fill out any paperwork <laughs> Your wife the didn't have weekend. to do any paperwork? Nothing. The whole weekend at this hospital, nothing. That's crazy. That's amazing. We, I know. Did, did somebody pass universal health care and we don't know about it? <laughs> I guess so. Like, just pay for it. Like I'm paying for your uh, emergency room well, visit Well, I'd now. like to say thank you. <laughs> thank wow, you. that's amazing. So, you know, I'm sure that huh. I'm sure that they'll drop off a suitcase full of paperwork soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And say, you uh, would think so, but you haven't heard anything yet. The only owe is $825,000. I mean, that's because it was ICU. Yeah, you're in intensive care for two days. Cath lab. I mean, it was direct uh, the heart surgeon on call. Yeah, right wow. there. I mean, and the lady. I do, I do remember one lady in the cath lab saying, uh, 
putting her hand on my shoulder saying, oh, we just gave you some fentanyl. And, uh, you know, that's the stuff that's been in the news lately. And I, I remember thinking. Yeah, shut up and just give it to I, me, okay? I remember, thinking, pain I remember thinking, if I could talk right now and lift my hand up, I would strangle you because <laughs> I don't care. I know. In fix fact, it. put fix it. eight I patches know. on me. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in the hospital last year for the kidney situation, uh, and I was in that just unbelievable searing pain, just all you want them to do mm-hmm. is stop the, the pain. pain. I don't care if it kills me. <laughs> at least I won't be feeling the pain. Thank you. Yeah. Get yeah. me the fentanyl. <laughs> that's when, In massive doses, thank you. please. I know. And when I tried to chop my hand off, the lady came in to give me a tetanus shot. She says, this is going to hurt quite a bit, and, and pointing at my arm where she's going to give me the uh, the injection. I'm like, holding up my hand. I'm like, it's not. No, this is hurting right now. <laughs> this is hurting. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, more with Jeffy in a second. Uh, let me tell you about... Um, iTarget Pro. Every year, millions of Americans make resolutions. We don't want to lose weight. We want to eat healthier, save money, find a new job, whatever it is. All of these things can improve your life. But here's here's a res- resolution that can actually save it. Resolve to take your firearm skill to the next level with iTargetPro.com. Uh, utilizing your smartphone and their app, it tracks a caliber-specific laser that fits into your firearm instead of the bullet. So that makes it safe to shoot in your home. And it detects exactly where your shots are landing on the target. It's a really cool system. It's really fun. And your skills will improve doing this. iTarget Pro is completely safe. And it comes with your caliber-specific laser, the target system, and instructions. So you can start training immediately. So take the Christmas cash you got and go to the letter I, then TargetPro.com. Check out the video. Choose your caliber. And download the app so you're ready when the system arrives. This month, you can get uh, 10% off plus free shipping when you use the offer code PAT. It's uh, itargetpro.com, offer code PAT, to save 10% plus free shipping. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. What was amazing, too, is you had a significant heart attack in the morning and then when i get to the hospital in the afternoon i'm expecting to see wires coming out your eyeballs uh things stuck up your rectum um well, although was i was earlier. hoping not to that actually see that i just you knew that stuff was going to be coming i out. asked for that they didn't think it was <laughs> and, and i walk into the room in intensive care and you're sitting in the chair next to the bed <laughs> how you doing uh, <laughs> Very sexily, by the way, you. with your uh, hospital gown half off your shoulder, exposing some skin there. I, thank uh, you. Yeah, it was a good look. Yeah, thank you. It was a good look. I thought I pulled it off well. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> and it's it's tough to pull off those hospital gowns. Oh but man, you managed it. Oh man, yeah, it was really uh, the, good. The, 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 at one point, they had run out of the uh, the fat guy size, so the lady puts one on. She goes, "I'll just go get another one. We'll use that in the back." <laughs> Almost like the extender so, so, at a, yeah. in a hospital uh, Thank you. Uh, or an yeah, airline. The extender seat. gown. Yeah, yeah I had the extender <laughs> gown. <laughs> it was just more comfortable sitting in the chair. I couldn't lay down. I mean, right after the surgery. Because your bed was so weird. After the surgery, I had to lay flat for, you have to lay flat for uh, at least three hours because when they go in to do the heart surgery, they go in through your groin. Oh, that's blessing. Uh, yeah. And uh, so you have to lay flat, huh. and you could bleed out. I mean, if that breaks open where they go in, you're done. It's over. Wow. And uh, so, you know, and now you know, that's 
You know, always fun. So they tell you, you know, you're either going to, you know, if you want to live some more, just lay there flat. <laughs> okay. I, and don't I'm move good. around. Yeah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And uh, But the bed itself, you're right. Uh, I couldn't get comfortable on the bed. They have this new fangled bed that has uh, uh, air bubbles and air mattress bubbles that are supposed to make you more comfortable, I guess. You know, so you don't, if you're in bed for a long it's time, it's for the bed, bed sores, sores and, and keeps yeah. the blood flowing. But what happens is, is you crawl into bed and you, or, you know, you're laying in bed and you turn a different way and you go, okay, that's comfortable right there. And then the bed says, oh, this side hasn't moved in two seconds. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so every so, time you find a comfortable spot, kind of it moves. <laughs> and then you're laying on a hill. It, right. Yeah. You're leaning over. The, yeah. Up it goes. So and at the very last night I was there, Jeez. there was a young nurse, uh, Frances, I think her name was, who actually said, oh, I know how to fix that. Oh, gosh. I, the whole weekend. Where I don't, have you been? And she didn't. She didn't. She couldn't. She told me she. I, I haven't figured out how to completely shut it off yet, but you put mm. it on a certain mode, like a night mode, and let it blow all the way up. And then and then it's good. And then you lay on it, and it doesn't it 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 doesn't oh. it doesn't go every two seconds. It goes like it lets you get to just deep sleep, uh-huh. and then <laughs> so <laughs> you know it gives you a little time to just actually get to sleep instead of not sleeping <laughs> that at all. That is a nightmare, man. That's, oh, that's, that's crazy. So it's just more comfortable to sit in the chair. Just yeah. me, put just sit me in the chair. Yeah. I can lean back here, get a couple pillows, like I'm good. And they were fine with me being in the chair. At least you had. I mean, two days, two and a half days of really delicious food to enjoy, though. Oh, man. But totally catered. They bring it right to your bed. You get breakfast in bed, lunch in bed, dinner in bed, and it's all yummy, right? And plus, uh, wait, and they, uh, speaking of delivered, I mean, it's not like you're, you're supposed to call uh-huh. and order yourself. And uh, I, I found out that if you've had a heart attack, you could just say, oh, just, just call. Just get that done for me. And they do it. Really? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Wow, nice. But, uh-huh. uh, man, the food that they have at the hospital. Sumptuous. It is. It, sumptuous is not really the word I was looking for. Um, what's the word <laughs> I was it Michelin rated, this place? <laughs> it, is, uh, it is Michelin rated because they got it from the road. I'll tell you Better that. or worse than a Michelle Obama school lunch. It is horrible. And their meat tastes like a tire. Horrible. I mean, the best thing I had, seriously, the best thing I had was like a fruit plate. And they were really good because it's tough to screw up a fruit plate. Yes, it is. I mean, you can, but it's tough. And their fruit was pretty fresh. And, in fact, Jason had come to uh, to see me, and they had just brought the fruit plate. So I'm, I'm still I'm still laying in the <laughs> And the fruit plate sitting there, and he walked in. He goes, that's the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you with the fruit plate. That was the best thing. <laughs> and that was the best thing they had, yeah. And it's interesting because, you know, John Huntsman's, theory when he was alive was and he built this you know huntsman center in the hospital and the cancer center and because he had cancer many times and he want he understood what it was like to be in a hospital and have terrible food. oh my gosh so his thing is first of all you're sick in the first place you're you're not doing well the food last thing you need different. is bad food and food tastes different anyway so i mean yeah. to, that to have it be bad bad yeah is not so <laughs> he terrible he hired world-class chefs and good for him I mean, that's a tremendous it's idea. It's a great idea. I mean, now I'm guessing that the world class chefs were busy at the hospital that I was in <laughs> because uh, I don't know if they had yeah, the, the weekend holidays. off. Yeah, it was the, the New Year. It was the holiday weekend still, right? And so yeah. they they didn't yeah. uh, they didn't really know how to cook anything. Surprising. That's uh, just a was, surprise. And I mean, everything was it was just it was the I finally I was like, okay, well, 
It's tough to screw up eggs. So just give me some scrambled eggs and maybe I'll take some toast. I bet they did screw up some, the eggs. you have some rye toast? No. No, I have his wheat. Okay, well, I'll take the wheat toast then. Okay, but toast it. I want some toast. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. The, <laughs> Powdered? The, egg, Powdered the, eggs, eggs? the eggs came and they were sitting on the plate and I, I knew better than to take a bite of them, but I did anyway. Because mm. I was like, well, maybe mm. they'll be all right. They were not. <laughs> Have that bed put and, and then the, the wheat bread, which is a big slice of wheat bread, actually. I mean, it was a uh-huh. big slice of wheat bread. Not toasted. It felt like it had been it just the whole thing was bad. Did they give you butter after a heart just attack? Bad. Or did you have to eat it plain? Uh, they gave me some kind of jelly or whatever with it. You know, okay. Some kind of thing. They, they haven't been really, I mean, their big thing with me, I mean, obviously now the heart doc is, you know, well, oh, we got to get, you know, we get the diet, extra heart thing, we'll get this strengthened up. Okay, I got it. And, you know, most medical professionals I find in this whole heart thing mm-hmm. do not have a sense of humor. Really? They do not have a sense of humor. They're not funny. I know. It really kind of ticks me off, surprising. actually. Because I've said a lot, a lot of funny of these, things uh, to heart them. surgeons do stand-up comedy on the weekends on really? the side. Yeah, just to make a little extra cash. Do they hide it at the <laughs> office? <laughs> I, think, I think they save it oh, okay. for the okay. weekend. Yeah, uh, you're their material, you see. <laughs> and they're just holding back until they go on stage. Because they do not get a lot of it, I'll tell you that. That's, uh, <laughs> the docs just look at me like, what? I'm just kidding. Go ahead. You know, like I, the one doc I asked, you know, you, you know, I was joking about in the TV room before I, I came on the show about, did you get a pig valve? Did you get a pig valve? Oh, here we go. And uh, I was like, uh, and I did not get a pig valve from either color, but I did ask for one. The one heart doc, um, mm-hmm. uh, I asked for a pig valve and I asked to go home. And he was like, give me a break, man. You just had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There's, so there, they didn't. Comedy. They didn't replace any valves. No, no, any, no replacement. No, they, right. they went in. And they the, just the, scraped and put the, in a stent. The one, right, the one that was completely blocked, they put in a stent. Yeah, uh, and that has to obviously take hold, and it appears to be. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, the others, like I said, they cleaned out. He said they cleaned out the same side, uh, an offshoot of the completely blocked, but there was some other, a uh, couple of valves on the right side that were um, had some blockage that they left. What's your diet like now? Hmm. And that's what I mean. They they were more concerned about uh, smoking. Uh, yeah, mm. oh, that was it, man. That's Make all, sure that's you, you quit all cigarettes. They care about. So you're not eating kale for about, breakfast now. They, you know, they obviously care. You know, they obviously want you to eat right and exercise and get back into it. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I've got to start going to this. You know, the yeah, the, the heart, heart guy will rehab, take care of that, right? I'm sure. But uh, you know, they they don't they didn't care about anything else other than no smoking, no wow. smoking, and they didn't care. The the, uh, the breathing guy at the hospital was like, uh, no smoking, no vaping. I don't care if you chew gum or put a patch on, whatever, but no smoking, mm. period. And so, what about the rave yeah. parties you attend every uh, right? Every other he night? didn't say anything about secondhand didn't smoke. Say anything? Okay, mm-hmm. no secondhand smoke. <laughs> and that was, the, I mean, that was the heart doc yesterday because he was. It was like, so you know, you, you've been smoking. I said, no, I, I haven't smoked since the night before the heart attack. You know, I mean, I, mm-hmm. no, I'm, I'm done. And it's uh, like, okay, good. I said, I'm just waiting for you to tell me when I can. I, mean, I got the pack in the car, man. I'm going to fire one. <laughs> But he laughed. Yeah. Oh man, you want to talk oh, about? He, he just yeah. Uh, yeah, chuckled. Yeah, yeah. I think he's still chuckling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So where do you go from here? Is it all? I mean, it's just rehab just and try to get usual business now? as usual. Rehab, try to get the heart stronger. And, and are you going to do anything it? with your diet? Are you going to do anything differently? Well, according to my wife, I am. Okay. So I guess I am. All right. And I apologize. Listen, what? I apologize to anyone in this building uh-huh. who has had their life shaken up. Uh, Diet oh, wise that's all of us. Thanks wise. to you. I know. 
My wife is all right. We're eliminating sugar. There will be That's no all sugar. That's all I'm not going to eliminate We're buying everybody sugar. the book, How Not to Die. That's mm. it. Yes. Everybody has to read that. Yep. I know. I guess. She's reading it to and me I'm every sorry. day. I, I know. I don't want to hear that. I know. I know what he's going to say. I know. Hey. I know. That's the whole thing. Doc wants to tell me about all these blood thinners. And don't cut yourself. And you can bleed forever. And take bandages with you. You have these blood thinners. And you can bleed. I mean, if a mosquito bites me, I'm dead. Really, pretty much. The blood thinners I'm on now, mm-hmm. if a mosquito bites me, I'm dead. Because oh. the mosquito's just going <laughs> to... Then it's going to be dead. It's it. I'm well, over. I got we don't it. have any it's of those okay. here in Texas. Yeah, so it's fine. But we're back. I'm back to normal. I'm chewing the fat today. Uh, get the podcast Good. back up and running. I'll give you the whole the whole story because there's some other... Some other fun stuff that happened, uh, you know, around the heart attack. The heart attack itself wasn't fun, but some of the happenings around the heart attack were were worthy. just a, a fun ball, barrel of monkeys. Fun, is what it was. Fun, yeah, it was fun, fun, fun. It was a fun, fun that, weekend. That, that, I know it wasn't, and I appreciate everyone who uh, went out of their way to uh, show their love and caring about. Yeah, really nice, really nice. So chewing the fat podcast back on back on today you'll baby. find that wherever podcasts are sold wherever the free podcasts are free. sold it'll be uh, it'll be up there for you at uh, 4 p.m central all right by the way uh we haven't had a chance to talk about this but uh your missouri tigers lost their bowl game i know they look bad and yeah, i was thinking that was the night before the heart attack good. right was it the night before? Yeah. Might have been. I think that's what did it. To Might have been. Right there. Yeah, because I think I was going to call you that day and say, "Hey, what happened to your uh, Might Tigers?" Been. Might have been. They did not look. They, and they then, sucked. yeah, they looked, they looked bad. They had no business being in that game. But you know what? A heart attack sort of puts that into perspective, doesn't it? Like it does. Like they needed cares? to hop sing. <laughs> 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 All right. That game last night, man. Whew. man, wasn't that something? That was amazing. For Alabama to be manhandled that like amazing. that? Amazing. And you're right about Clemson. They should have scored 80. Yeah, they should have. Should have not put the brakes on at all. Show them what it feels That's like. That's right. 888 933 We'll see you tomorrow.